You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am, you can hear what the Bible says about past, current, and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively, get to know who God is, why we're here, and where we're going, and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Kamalina Bikino, and this morning we have Afi Tuaoi joining us from uh, Bernie, isn't it? Welcome, Afi. Hi, Kamalina. It's lovely to be with you this morning. Yes, lovely to be with you as well. Um, so, welcome to another episode of Encounters. We've been covering uh, the book of Ephesians so far. And um, before we get into it, though, I believe you had a bit of a, a long day yesterday. Yes, yeah, we uh, went to drop my daughter off to Launceston Airport. Mm. Um, she was travelling back to Avondale. She midterm break, and yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. We didn't know she was coming, and, uh, so she wanted to surprise us. Well, my my other daughter knew she was coming because so those two yeah planned Aww. it, and then they recorded uh, our the shocking surprise. <laughs> And uh, it's gone a little bit viral, and so I was, I'm a bit embarrassed over it all. But there's people have been saying, hey, we saw you on... And, yeah. and I was going, please delete, delete, delete oh, that video. Wow. So, oh. yeah, it was lovely to have her. That's so funny. Oh, man. I think I've done the same thing as well, but I forgot to record it. I, when I used to be at university, yeah. I used to surprise my family here and there. I'll just pop up <laughs> um, when I'll drive down. And, yeah, I, I never recorded it. I really should have. So I think, um, yeah, that would have been really funny. I'm sorry I haven't seen that video. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you won't. So. Oh, <laughs> mate, what's your daughter's name? I'll look her up. <laughs> But no, um, it's always an emotional time for the end of break and um, going mm. back to uni, and I'm sure it was it was a lovely time having her over. It um, was. It was a really good. It was only a, one week, but um, yeah, it seemed a lot longer having her here. So it was beautiful. Absolutely. I also had my sister come down. Um, she's currently living in Invercargill, but um, oh, she's also yeah, she's New a, Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand, and she's a teacher. So it was mm. her term break during the yep. Easter holidays. So she came down and oh, got nice. to see her, which was which was really lovely. Yeah. Anyway. So is she older oh. or younger than you? Oh, uh, she's she's my twin. So oh, you're, twin. you're a twin. Wow. Yes, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. my twin. Um, so we're technically the same age. Um, yeah. Technically, if we want to go into details, I came out first, <laughs> but she's always seemed a bit more like an older sister to me than a younger one. Um, but anyway, love her dearly. Shout out to you, Lizzie. Um, mm. <laughs> Back to the program. So we're going on uh, with your series. You could be in looking at um, Ephesians, and today we'll be looking at Ephesians chapter two, verses eleven to twenty-two. Um, but mm. so far, you've looked at um, like we've done. This is our fourth a segment, I guess you could say, of looking at Ephesians. Um, so, what have we looked at so far in Ephesians? Yeah, so so far, Carmelina, we've looked at uh, through chapter one, and mm. we see where Paul, um, you know, he praises well, essentially what he's doing is praising God, how he has blessed his people through mm. Christ, and um, Paul is essentially saying that we need Christ in our lives, mm. and, um, and and so he he's praising God for that, that he's willing to send his Son to us and die on the cross. And then we've also seen the prayer there in chapter chapter one of 
of Ephesians, where Paul prays that God, therefore God's people, that we make, you know, completely understand from, from our hearts the fullness of this blessing that God is willing to give to us, the salvation that only comes through Christ. Mm. And then last week, uh, we saw in the, there in chapter two, you know, the key verses there we brought out, um, with Jason, mm. um, which says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, but least anyone should boast. Mm. And um, so we, we, we dealt in, and delved into that, those verses. And um, really, Paul, once again, is, is saying to us that while we, are th- we should be thankful for the salvation that God gives us, it is not by what we do, mm. but it is by grace. And uh, quote there from William Temple, he says, The only thing that a man can contribute to his redemption is the sin from which he needs to be redeemed. Mm. And um, that's why in First John chapter 1, verse 9, which says, mm. you know, um, if, if we, we confess, confess yeah. that's right, our <laughs> sins, he is faithful. Faithful and just. <laughs> and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us mm. from all unrighteousness. And, and that is the change that is affected by Christ within our lives mm. and why Paul is bringing out them, thanking God for what he's willing to give to us. Mm. But at the same time, our response, therefore, is that to thank God for that, but not by what we do, mm. but by God's grace that mm. he's willing to give to us. And now in chapter 2, the, um, the remaining verses, um, just looking at verses 11 and 12 as we get into our study, Carmelina. Mm. And uh, would, can you read verses 11 and 12 for us there in chapter 2 of, of Ephesians? Absolutely. And we're reading from the New King James Version this morning. Therefore remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, by what is called the circumcision made by the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the, un, from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. Mm, amen. Mm. I love how Paul brings it out in the end there, that we have no hope without God mm. in this world. And so what Paul is now reminding the church and reminding us, therefore, is that, um, you know, about our condition or mm-hmm. the condition of the church members of Ephesus and spe- specifically, and that of the Gentiles, their encounter um, with Christ now or their encounter without Christ in their lives. And, and he's also dealing with this division. There's a, a barrier between... Um, you know, the Gentiles and that of the Jews. And, and while he doesn't specifically address the problem, um, but he, he's, he's reminding them of the blessings in Christ that, that we just talked about in the previous chapter. Mm. And so the, there's this alienation and reconciliation that Paul is bringing out now and reminding them of these blessings of, of what Christ has done for us. Mm. And that blessing is that sometimes we can have barriers between others. Mm. It's interesting, these these verses in Genesis chapter 17, verses 9 to 14. Mm. Would you like to read that for us, please, Carmelina? Yes, absolutely. 
it says, And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every every male child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of a covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised, every male among your generations. He who is born in your house or bought with money from any foreigner who is not your descendant, he who is born in your house and he who is bought with money must be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant and the uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall uh, that person shall be cut off from his people he has broken my covenant okay strong words <laughs> yeah they are and, and this was the sign of of how why the Jews are saying that they are you know a specific and special group mm. by God by this covenant that they made with the Lord and that dealing with circumcision mm. and and therefore that's why they separated there's this barrier between them and and others mm. but it's interesting in verse 15 there in chapter 2 of Ephesians it says having abolished in the flesh mm. this is what Paul is saying that what Jesus has done he's broken down these these barriers he's broken down the hostility mm. and he's saying that he's abolished in the in his flesh the enmity that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances so as to create create in himself one new man from the two thus making peace mm. now it's interesting Kamalina that you know that in the temple, the old temple they worshipped that worshipped in, in Jerusalem, there was also a court there, a room there where the Gentiles could come and worship. Mm. And so Paul is, is is talking about you know there was a wall that separated the Gentiles and the Jews. Mm. And if the Gentiles were to cross that wall or cross that line, death would come to them. Oof. And that's how serious it, you know, they, mm. <laughs> how serious they were <laughs> about having the separation between the two. Mm. And Paul is, you know, reemphasizing and he's reminding us and encouraging us that there is no barriers between us because of what Christ has done. Mm. And today, you know, whether we, we, you know, we say, you know, there should be no barriers between us and, and, and anyone else. Yeah. While we have our own identity of who we are, mm. but in Christ there should be re- mutual respect and love for each other. Mm, absolutely. Well, I'm sure we'll be getting into that a bit further after the break. Um, before the break, we have a question for you. How have you broken down barriers between you and someone else? Text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. We'd love to hear from you. Also, a reminder: we've just gone over a few different episodes that um, Afi has held on the program. Um, you can find all of these on the Faith FM app and the Faith FM website. So be sure to check them out, and you can come back to here and you can see the whole study in full. Right now, this song is "I Belong" by Catherine Scott. No 
You're listening to Tazi Encounters on Faith FM and we have Afi Tuo'oi joining us this morning and we're looking at Ephesians. This is the fourth installment of his talk on Ephesians and today we're looking at chapter 2 verses 11 to 22. Before the break, uh, we had a listener question for you. How have you broken down barriers between you and someone else? Um, text us in this morning on 0488880891. We'd love to hear from you. So, Afi, we've just been reading about how they, the, um, the Jews took it really seriously between Jews and Gentiles and looking mm. at circumcised, uncircumcised, and this um, bond, not bond, covenant with the flesh. Yeah. Um, so, where are we going from here? Yeah, and so Jesus, uh, what Paul's bringing out in Ephesians is that Jesus continues to bring this change and, mm. and he's emphasizing how we need to continue to be changed in Christ. Mm. And why in verse 13, as we finished off on the last section, which says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were also, you who once were far off, mm. but now we've been brought near because of the blood of Christ, his yeah. sacrifice. And um, as we look at verses 14 to 18, can mm. you read those verses for us, please? Come Absolutely. <clears throat> for he himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so that sorry, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off, and to those who were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Amen. Mm. And so it's interesting, Kamalina, that as we talked about, this, as verse 14 talks about, have broken down the middle wall of separation mm. and this yeah. barrier that has been put up. And um, as we said in the last section, the Paul's reminding them that, that this wall has been broken down because of Christ. Mm. But he's also bringing across also in verse 15 there where, you know, the Gentiles and the Jews both in the flesh are the source of the solution. Mm. And, and how they become the source of the solution is because of the of Jesus' death in the flesh and his flesh on the cross, which he died for us. Mm. And he has destroyed the barrier that divides us all. Mm. And that's why it's interesting if you read uh, Romans chapter 2 and verses 28 to 29. Yes, that says, For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outlawed in the fle- outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, not in the letter. Mm. Whose praise is not from men, but from God. Amen. Mm. And so here Paul now reemphasizes the, the covenant, the old covenant that, that was there that you read there mm. um, earlier of circumcision is now what Paul is saying. Well, circumcision really is that of the heart, the change 
when one accepts, accepts, accepts Christ in their life. And, and this is, you know, the emphasis that Paul is driving here, that we continue once we've, you know, we're praising God for the blessing of what the salvation he's willing to give to us. Mm. We've accepted it because of his grace. But now our journey continues. And that journey is, is not about just, you know, remaining and remaining in who we are and continue to have the old ways of life that we had before, mm. putting up barriers between others, but a continual change through the power of the Holy Spirit and God in our lives. That's why I, I love the verse in, in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15 and verse 4, which tells us, you know, he says, um, Abide in me and mm. I in you. A branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Mm. And I love this verse because Jesus brings us out, you know, it's on the night before his crucifixion. And he's having communion with his disciples. And through that, you know, just, I just imagine, you know, when I read about it in, in the book Desire of Ages, Alan White brings out that after the communion service, Jesus is walking down the streets with his disciples. And in that twilight moon, as the moon is, is shining upon them, they come across the vines of the grapes. Mm. And Jesus there stops and he makes that example. That, you know, the, the, the grapes cannot grow or cannot bear fruit on its own unless it ab- abides in the vine. Mm. And that's why he's, he turns and he says to his disciples and to us today, if we really want to make this change and move forward in life with him, then we must abide in him mm. and he in us. Because unless you abide in Christ, then we can therefore there be no change in our lives for the better mm. and for others. And um, verses um, 19 and 22, while we haven't got to it yet, but really brings out the, you know, the summary and the conclusion of, of this passage that we're talking about and, and shows how the plight of alienation is overcome because of the privileged life now that we live um, in Christ. Absolutely. It's um it's fascinating to see how um Jesus really outlines it, you know, we we need to stay connected to him and at the same time we need to um not put barriers up between us and other people. Like it's so hard to do because I think you put, you touched on it earlier how we have this individual mindset. Mm. Like this is me, this is my little thing. And no one else touch it. <laughs> like, oh, this is my problem. I need to figure it yeah. out. When you could easily break down a barrier by asking for help or by sorting out um, misunderstanding. We actually had someone text in this morning. Good morning, Margie. She she makes a point of this and says she's broken down barriers by getting to sort the problem out. Mm. So much misunderstanding in this world. And then she tells them that she loves them and shows friendship Man. because she hates prolonged, I think that's anger. <laughs> um, she hates prolonged aggro, she wrote. Mm. Um, I guess aggression is what that's short for. And um, I 100% um, agree because yeah. I think a lot of issues and a lot of um, disputes and, um, you know, problems that come around in the world uh, happen because of miscommunication 
So a lot of people don't like Christians because they have this idea we have this vision of hate. Mm. But the opposite is more true. (laughs) But there's these barriers that have just been set up in society that we can't do much about sometimes. Yeah. And you, you're very true, Carmelina, and thank you, Maggie, for the point you're making. It's mm. beautiful because you're right, because as people sometimes perceive Christians as that we do put barriers up mm. and that, you know, we, 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 you know, perceive that we're, we're better yeah. than they are and yeah. so forth. But, you know, this is where we need to, as Maggie pointed out, you know, this is, we can share what we, who we are. Mm. And, and that's all people, that's how I see society today. People just want to get to know who you are. Yeah. And do you really care? And, um, you know, offline you and I talked about, you know, when, when you were studying. Yeah. You know, you were looking for someone that you could connect with, you could share with. Mm. And, and I, and I'm just, I was just reflecting on my own daughter. She, she, when she was growing up and she didn't have many, um, yeah, other girls around her age, mm. and she just was wanting someone that she could connect to and share with. Mm. And now, being at, at Avondale University, she mm. she's she has that. She has a group, a, a small group of good friends that she can share with and connect with. And and this is you know, and she had to put down some barriers. Oh yeah, as mm. you know, you have to when you want to make friends mm. and and allow people in to see who you are. And as a Christian, you know, Christ, this is what Christ is bringing forth and what Paul is talking about. And, and when he talks about the law there in verse 15, mm. and he says that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, Paul there is not talking about the moral guide, that of the Ten Commandments, or the law, that of the Word of God. What, what he's talking about, what is abolished is the law that is set of regulations mm. which excluded the Gentiles. Mm. That what we talked about, you know, when they worshipped worshipped in the temple, the wall that was there that separated them from from the Jews or the Israelites, that they could not come together as one and pray together, mm. and, and and that's what Paul is saying. That's the law that's been abolished there, and that's why in Galatians three thirteen it tells us that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law mm. by becoming a curse for us, mm. and by doing so, why he died on the cross. And verse 15 and 16, which you read, Kamalina, talks mm. about, you know, we're a new man or a new person in Christ. And the reconciliation that's come through to us through what Christ has done for us on the cross. Mm. Absolutely. And um, I'm sure we'll get more into this later on in the program. Um, Christ has been amazing to all of us and... Um, you know, it's just that we've just finished Easter. It's nice to always reflect on, um, yeah, the, the yeah. sacrifice he made um, for our sake. Um, just as a reminder, we have our listener question for you. How have you broken down barriers between you and someone else? Text us in this morning on 0488880891. Also, we have our book offer for this morning, The Little Book of Kindness. Is it just for wimps? Written by Elise Hibbert. Um, be sure to stick around for that. But right now, this song is Sweet Jesus by Sila and Jill Phillips. Sweet Jesus, my 
by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and we have Afi Tuo'oi on his series. Um, he's talking about Ephesians, and we've been looking at Ephesians for the last few weeks. And this, and today for this program, we are looking at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 to 22. So Afi, we've been talking about barriers and how Christ removed those barriers by dying on the cross for us by um, really standing in our place. Um, what happens next? Yeah, and we talked about, you know, we're becoming, as Paul puts it, you know, a new man or mm. a new woman yeah. there in verses 15 and 16. Mm. And, um, and then by doing so, Paul therefore brings out in verse 18 there that through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Mm. And um, what Paul's bringing there, talking about there, the access there um, through Christ is that of the reconciliation. Mm. And, um, and and you have those verses. It's interesting when you look at Romans 
uh, chapter 5, verses 10 and 11. And um, can you read that for us, please, Kamalia? Sure thing. Romans chapter 5, verses 10 and 11. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Amen. Mm. It's interesting, Carmelina, like there in verse ten, you know, it says for for if we if sorry, for if when we were enemies mm. and we were reconciled, you know, otherwards Paul is saying that even before the cross, you know, we really we, we are enemies of God because mm. of sin. But how we were able to be brought closer to God because Christ has broken down that barrier mm. that separates us from God. It's like in the Old Testament there when the priest would come into the temple to bring the sacrifice. Mm. When you brought your lamb to be sacrificed and you would only go as far as um, the altar of burnt offering. Mm. So you put your hand on the lamb, confess your sin, and, and, and then the priest will take the blood into the holy place. And that, and you wouldn't go any further. And we know also in the Old Testament, in the most holy place, the priest would only go there once, once a year. Mm. And you never entered the, t- the sanctuary. Never. Mm. But yet, that's why what sin has done. It has separated us and put these walls or barriers between us and God. But because of the sacrifice of Jesus, and that's why Paul three times he refers and reminds us of the importance of the blood and the sacrifice of Christ there in chapter 2 of, of Ephesians. Mm. Because now we have access to Christ before the throne of grace, as Hebrews tells us. We can come before God because of what Christ has done. And in those verses of, of Romans chapter 5, verses 10 and 11, you read mm. three times the word reconcile or reconciliation has been mentioned. Mm. And as Bible scholars who are listening, every time a word is repeated mm. in, the, in, in the Bible in a passage, God is bringing a message of importance that we need to remember and look into. And re- three times the word reconciliation is, is mentioned. Mm. And what's beautiful about it is that God reconciles us or the world to himself. Mm. And he, we haven't done it, he, but God has done it all. Mm. And but God is therefore also saying he's therefore now giving us the ministry of reconciliation while barriers and wars need to be broken down. There's another beautiful verse there um, in Second Corinthians chapter five, verses eighteen and twenty-one. If you'd like to read that for us, please, Kamalina. Sure thing. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to Himself through Christ through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. 
We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Mm. That word reconciled was in there a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it's, it, yeah. You know, it's beautiful. And sometimes, you know, we can forget that we are ambassadors of reconciliation. Mm. And, and God has given that ministry to us all to perform to others. And why, as I said before, mm. you know, we need to remember that, that it is God. God has reconciled us because of the death of Jesus. Mm. And that we also need to remember and what the passage in um, verses 16 to 18 in Ephesians chapter 2 is that God has reconciled himself to all things on earth as well as in heaven. Mm. And verses 16 there in chapter 2 of Ephesians, it's like, a, it's like a double reconciliation that occurs, not only between God and humanity, but also between the Jews and the Gentiles. And, and this is a beautiful thing that, that, Paul is bringing out, reminding the church of Ephesus and reminding us today as well mm. that the cross of Christ is to act as a, reconcil- a reconciliation between people to himself and and that we were hostile to God, but we were enemies of God. and um, But because of his love and his grace that we read there in verses 8 and 9, mm. Of chapter two, that's why we have been saved and willing to come before Christ. Mm. There's another um, verse there in Colossians chapter one, verses twenty to twenty-one. Can you read that for us, please? Come sure on, thing. And by Him to reconcile all things to Himself, by Him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of His cross. And you, who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has he has reconciled. Amen. Mm. Yeah, I love those verses, Carmelina. Mm. And um, you know, it, it, it's like an invitation that mm. God is giving to you and I, and, and giving to the world. And um, and that's the access of what reconciliation is all about. Mm. Is that are we willing to accept that invitation? And um, you know we know the the verse well uh, in Revelation chapter three and verse twenty, where Jesus says, "I stand at the door and knock, yes. and if anyone hears my voice, I will come in and dine with him." Mm. And one one of the things I love about that verse in Revelation three and verse twenty. Carmelina is that Jesus is not just knocking. Mm. He's not just knocking on the door. He says, if anyone hears my voice, and, and I, 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 I use my imagination, and I imagine Jesus, he's shouting <laughs> at the doors, outside the door as well, because we know the picture well. There's no door handle on the outside. The door handle is in the inside. Mm. And so he's not just knocking, but he's shouting, mm. calling out your name and mine. And that's the access of, of reconciliation that he's willing to do for us. But at the same time, as we've been talking about, the change within us, the, the journey of us is what Paul is bringing out. Are we willing to, to therefore 
to open the door and have that access and then allow Christ work with us because it's as it, verse 19 finishes off there mm-hmm. um oh sorry verse 18 finishes off it talks about you know it's the spirit the holy spirit is the one that gives us that privilege mm-hmm. also and and it it's the work of the holy spirit that is is enabling us to break down those ba- those barriers mm-hmm. and um it, it come you know i, I imagine you know in the Old Testament, you know, for you to have an audience with with the king, mm. um, it, you know, you had to go through, you know, one of his um, one of his people, one of his mm. mediators there before you were able to get through, and that's what the power of the Holy Spirit does for us, mm. and allows us the access, but also works with us to do the reconciliation. Mm, absolutely. Um, we have to move on to a break, but I'm looking forward to how we wrap this up. Um, before the break, we have our book offer for this morning. The Little Book of Kindness. Is it just for wimps? This is written by Lace Hibbert. Mindfulness seems to have become a buzzword in recent times. Yet rather than emptying the mind in order to open oneself to greater truth and awareness said to come from within, let's find our mind, let's fill our minds with the truth found in God's word. His word speaks about kindness. And in this little book, Elise Hibbert gives practical examples of what that means in our modern lives. Practicing kindfulness instead of mindfulness can be surprisingly hard, but immensely worthwhile. The code is after the break, but right now, this is The Building by Emily Ann Roberts. I can't help but wonder if these floorboards creaked the same in 42 When my great-grandpa poured his heart and soul into preaching the good news And these tattered old red hymn books Have caught a tear or two Cause it's hard to sing Just as I am without the Spirit moving you If those altars at the front could testify I know they'd say It never once got old Hearing a sinner call his name I know the stained glass The building where Jesus changed my life I never claimed to be the biggest Nobody ever called it cool But it's where my mama met my daddy At vacation Bible school It's been the picture perfect dream Sad goodbyes And I know the 
Listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and we are finishing up our program this morning with Afi Tuaoi, and we've been talking about Ephesians chapter two, verses eleven to twenty-two. As promised, we have our giveaway for this morning: the Little Book of Kindness. Is it just for wimps? This is written by Elise Hibbert, and to claim your free copy this morning, you need to text in the code EPH four. That is EPH4. This is to um, symbolize this is the fourth installment of our Ephesians programs. And text that in to 0488880891. That is EPH4. No spaces. EPH and the number four. Don't write four. Number four. Text that in to 0488880891. So, Afi, we've been talking about Ephesians, we've been talking about reconciliation and how yes. Christ really um, broke down the walls um, and united us. It's no mm. longer, we no longer have these boundaries or petitions between us. We are united, Gentiles, Jews, we are all considered Christ's um, children. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens next? <laughs> what, do we, what do we do about it? <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you know, we can ask the question, well, now the work of Christ has united Gentiles and Jews. Well, so what? Mm. <laughs> what as you say, well, what happens next? Yeah. And that's, this is where Paul now leads us in, in the final verses of chapter 2 of, of Ephesians. If you'd like to read verses 19 and 22 for us, please, Carmelina. For sure. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place, in, in oh sorry for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Amen. Mm. Yeah, I love how Paul sums it up, and what he's really saying is that we are now part of God's family, mm. or we are part of God's church, as he says there in verse yeah. nineteen. We're no longer strangers or foreigners, mm. but we are citizens, fellow citizens, with the saints and the members 
of God's household. And then he says, how how does that happen? Well, verses 20 to 22 tells us it's all because of what God is willing to do for us, and mm. he's done that by giving us Jesus Christ to die on the cross. And so we, what we can say, Carmelina, is, that, is, is this, that we can do nothing that will make ourselves accept, acceptable to God. Mm. And as you read in, in, in Romans chapter 5, verses 10 and 11, you know, we deserve the wrath of God because we are, we were all enemies mm. before God. And be, all because of our self-centeredness and that of sin. Mm. And then we can also say that, you know, in the ancient world, you know, people still practice sacrifice today. And, and in the Old Testament, sacrifice was universally practiced. But what is important is that it all pointed, this, the temple sacrifice always pointed to the sacrifice of Christ, the Messiah that was to come, mm. to bring the end to all sacrifices because he was the most important sacrifice. And that um, where now Christianity takes effect is because of what God has done for for the human race. And the message that Paul is bringing up there in Ephesians is that God in his love was willing to bring reconcile us and break down the barriers for us all. Mm. You know, it's an interesting story there in Second Samuel chapter 9, Carmelina, mm. that really sort of sums up how I see what chapter two is all about. And as a story of King David when he when he comes on the throne, King David does not forget Saul or his great friend um Jonathan. Mm. And um you'd like to read verse three for us in second second Samuel chapter um, nine, verse three, please. Yeah, and it says then the king said Is there not still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? And Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan who is lame in his feet. And his name was Mephibosheth. Thank you for saying uh, that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Mephibosheth, he comes now to David, and he says there in verse 6 of of 2 Samuel chapter 9, and you'd like Mm. to read verse 6 and 7 for us, please. Yes. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, had come to David, he fell on his face and prostrated himself. Then David said, Mephibosheth? And he answered, Here is your servant. So David said to him, Do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake, and will restore to you all the land of Saul, your grandfather, and you shall eat bread at my table continually. Amen. And mm. A beautiful scene because Mephibosheth, he, he believes that there's this barrier, mm. that, that he does, you know, he's coming to his death. Before David, that David's looking for what his grandfather, um, King Saul had done to him, mm. uh, to King David. And he, David summons him and he comes in and he bows, he prostrates himself before David. Mm. And, and David therefore shows him grace, mm. which we looked at in Ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9. David didn't have to do this, but because out of his kindness of what Jonathan had done for him, David says to Mephibosheth, I'm now showing you the same kindness and same grace as your father did to me. Mm. And you shall eat at my table forever. 
the lands of your grandfather and your father are restored back to you. Mm. And this is the response of Mephibosheth in verses 8. Can you just finish off in verse 8 for us, please? Yes, Kamalina. sure thing. Then he bowed himself and said, What is your servant that you should look upon such a dead dog as I? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's how he viewed himself. And yeah. that's what how we view ourselves as sinners before God. Who mm. am I that God is willing to give us this grace yeah. and his love and his salvation to us? That's why Paul is saying we need to praise God and thank him for what he's done, not because what you and I have done, but because out of his grace, because he has broken down the barriers, he has reconciled us all because of the wonderful sacrifice of Jesus. We are now therefore, what is it that we do now? So what about the uh, how Christ has united Jews and Gentiles? Mm. Well, we now become one, yes. united in his family and his church, and we are therefore given this ministry of reconciliation to do to others of what Christ has done to us. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a great um, message for Ephesians chapter two. Um, and thank you so much, Afi, for taking us through that. Um, we look forward to your next installment. We'll be looking at Ephesians chapter three. Um, so be sure to um, join us for that in a fortnight's time. Join us tomorrow. We have David Leo and Jason Cook and they will be um, continuing the Father Abraham series, the final test. Don't forget the code EPH4. Text that in uh, this morning to get a free book. Uh, this is Who Is Like You by Tim Newfield. Have a great day. He has become my salvation. He